today we will be speaking on lesson three abide or to dwell in God Psalm 91 verse 1 he who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty here is dwell and abide in one sentence and the new translation says those who live in the shelter of the most high shall find rest in the shadow of the almighty so here we already have meanings to dwell is to live and to abide is to rest so to abide or dwell what is the difference or is it just a level of abiding and whose presence are we entering the Holy Spirit Jesus or the Father some translations explain it this way abide can mean to sit or to tarry to dwell can mean to have one's abode to live to remain to stay to abide or to dwell is a level of abiding. It is likened to a progression, yet there is a difference which we are going to discuss. Whose presence we enter is also likened to a progression. God is three in one, the Trinity. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Initially, some believers may be introduced to God by the Holy Spirit. So therefore, we'll depend on the Holy Spirit at first. However, as their knowledge of Scripture increases, they will discover that the Holy Spirit always points us to Jesus, only to discover then that Jesus points us to the Father. Believers who have had very strict fathers will be more comfortable with Jesus as their main focus, Jesus their bridegroom, for example. Yet those with good father figures will find it easier to approach God as Father more quickly. As God is three in one, Father, Son and Holy Spirit are all God, it is almost as if one moves up like a telegraph line of communication from the Holy Spirit to Jesus and from Jesus to Father God. When we come to that place where God truly becomes our loving Heavenly Father. In a similar way as Jesus only did the, what the Father told him, the Holy Spirit only does what he shall hear from them. John 16, 30-15 says, How be it? When he, the Holy Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he will receive from me and show it to you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore I said, he shall take of mine and show it to you. How very important is this? that we too yield fully to God's will and only do what he tells us to do. As we yield to God fully, 
then we can also hear him more fully. We cannot obey him unless we can hear him. We cannot hear him unless we abide in him in prayer. And in order to enter in, we need to yield ourselves to him. So, I'll read a few verses on abide. John 15, 7-11 If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Herein my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so shall be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so I have loved you. Continue in my love. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken unto you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. These are wonderful words of abiding in him. And there, yeah, there's yet another wonderful scripture. 1 John 2.28 And now little children abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. And there are many other scriptures on abide, some where the Lord calls us his friends. But when I read these two, I thought that that was it, but I was wrong. When the Lord first encouraged me to learn to abide in him, I looked up every word on abide from Genesis to Revelation, and it took me a very long time. I then began to put it into practice and experience some lovely times in his presence, but always seemed to come out of his presence again. It was on a plane to Africa that in prayer, I asked the Lord whether I had learned to abide in him yet. The answer was no. He said I was more like a watering can. I'd come to him, get filled up, and then go back into the world to get empty. Then I'd go back to the Lord to get filled up again, to then go back into the world to get empty again. The Lord said, I need to enter in and dwell in him all that time. Then I would no longer get empty. At first I went back to scripture and looked up every word on dwell from Genesis to Revelation and discovered something life-changing. Now in the original Greek, it only speaks on abide, but different levels of abiding. But the excellent translation of the Old King James Bible cleverly divides abide into the first level of abide with a higher level of abide with the word dwell. This I found was extremely helpful. Now I would simply look up the higher level of abiding with the word dwell. I found that in some of the scriptures on dwell, the Lord calls us his beloved. Well, I'd rather be his beloved than just a friend. And these scriptures really spoke volumes to me. One John, 4.13 Hereby know that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. Well, that is straightforward. If we're born again in the spirit, baptized in the Holy Spirit, it is impossible for us to dwell in him. Then Psalm 27 verses 4 to 5 
one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. All the days of my life, this is while I'm still living on earth. And then Psalm 23 verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. Psalm 84, 46 says, And blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will still be praising thee, Salah. Forever. All eternity. I was beginning to grasp something glorious. We live in a house on earth. That is our home on earth. We eat in the house, rest in the house, sleep in the house, do lots of things in the house. Then we go out of the house to go to work and to earn a living or shopping or many other things. But we always come back to the house again to eat and sleep and I suddenly realized that in abiding I had only been visiting the Lord for a while to then go back into the world to get empty. I was getting empty because I was living in the world and not in the Lord. Now I was realizing that prayer and living in Him is my true home while living on this earth and for all eternity as well. So here we can live in God. Here's our true home. This means that living in Him is our only permanent dwelling place. House on earth is only temporary compared. Now I was to learn to dwell in him constantly all the time. And I also came to realize that when I was to go into the world to do the many things that need doing on earth, that the Lord would then come with me. And no longer would become empty because the Lord comes with me. And this has made a massive difference in the ministry the Lord's given me. But the big question that many ask, though, is how do you enter into this relationship with the Lord? At first, it's hard to do. It's as if the Lord is testing us to see if we're really serious. But we must press in, in exactly the same way as to abide in Him. The only difference between abide and dwell is by dwelling you do not come out of his presence you stay there and to get into his presence you simply press it sometimes this can take time the longest it took me was a day and a half I was so determined to enter his presence that I was not going to give up until I entered in when it takes that amount of time to get into his presence, you definitely do not want to come out again. And that's exactly what the Lord wants. So we need to press in and press in and press in with all your heart, all your soul, all your soul. Determination. Press in with love and more love. 
then when you come in do not stop there press in deeper and deeper until you never want to come out and as you press in deeper something amazing happens it's like you lose your identity God becomes so big and yourself so small in comparison that there's no more me 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 but him not what I want but what does God want not what I think but what does God think not what I feel but how does God feel? When we come to that level of yielding in Him, something glorious happens. It's as if while yielding up into Him, that we become infused with His love, His peace, His strength, and His presence, where He takes our weaknesses and replaces them with His strengths, our shyness with His boldness, our inability with his ability, etc., until he fully equips us for the work he has for us on earth. He's done this in my life, taking away my fear of going to certain countries, enabling me to go there and to succeed in the mission he's given me to do there. And he'll do the same for you as well, in whatever area you need it. So we need to think, what is the difference between abide and dwell? Oh, to dwell. Dwell in Christ in prayer and never come out. And when we have to do our work of things on earth, know that he comes with us. And then to press in and press in until we achieve it. The Lord will guide you through this journey to abide in Him until you dwell in Him. Ask the Lord to teach you and guide you through to this new level of dwelling in Him. And look up the scriptures yourself on abide and dwell. You can see that in the concordance at the end of your Bible. And then press into prayer yourself. And if you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour, this is a good time to do it. And I'd like to lead you through a prayer. Pray with me now. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Saviour. Please baptise me the Holy Spirit. Please teach me how to dwell in you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. A couple of things you need to do now. Press into God. Get to know Him in prayer. Buy yourself a Bible with a concordance at the end and read it every day. You'll be strengthened in all the truths that will help you through life. Everything is in the Bible. Find yourself a Bible-believing church and join it. Why not go this morning? And get baptized in water to confirm what you've done. Because... As you go under the water, you are identified with the death of Jesus. 
as you come out of the water, you're born to eternal life, transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of heaven, born to all eternity. Wow! Nothing can be better than that. Follow Jesus with all your heart and you will be so, so blessed. God bless you and I will now hand back to our host.